Hey, hey, everyone. Darlene here. This is the All That Is Empath podcast. And today I am so honored to have with us Miss Tabitha Craig. She is a sexual assault survivor, empathic, energy alchemist, human rights activist, author, speaker, total powerhouse. And Tabitha, how are you this morning? I am. I'm feeling blessed, lovely today. How about you? I am doing wonderful and and you absolutely look lovely as well. Thank thank you. All right. So I'm going to jump in here because um, we're going to try to keep this under an hour, but there's just so much I want to ask you. (laughs) (laughs) You have such an awesome, like that intro. um, I mean, you just have so many awesome titles. Um, But I'm going to start with the very basic. Tell me, uh, as much as you're comfortable with sharing, tell me about your journey as, um, you know, starting as a sexual assault victim and turning that into being a sexual assault survivor, an author, a human rights activist, and all these amazing things that you've managed. So yeah, it's a lot of labels, isn't it? It's a lot of titles, right? Um, uh, I, and I, I have to tell you that the first thing that attracted me to your profile on face, Facebook is when you go to your about and it says multi-potentialite. I was like, well, that's a succinct way of putting it. <laughs> I love that about you. I, I like, I'm stealing that. <laughs> Very welcome to, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Yeah, so I think since I was a kid, I've always been a human. Since I was a child, I've always been an under for the underdog. Maybe that I think comes with being empathic, even though at the time I had no idea I had I was an empath. Right. Um, So, yeah, I was sexually assaulted, um, molested by my stepfather um, really through all the way through my childhood. Um, And then when I you know, I graduated high school, I, I left home and I just wanted to, I think most sexual assault survivors, once we survive it, we get through it, we get past it. We just want to put it behind us and then go, you know, I'm not being abused anymore. So I'm okay. I'm out in the world. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to be fine. But we drag all of that all of those scars, all of those characteristics we take on, all of those survival skills we learn to get through it. We drag all that baggage through our life. And we don't, I, I mean, I didn't realize, I just, in, in many ways, I knew things from my childhood were affecting me in like sexual relationships sometimes and, and things like that. Um, I, when I, after I left home, I was, I got very heavily into drugs because you know, you just don't want to feel, you just don't want to feel anymore. And you don't understand why you're still in all of this pain. Um, For me, that was my experience. And in most of the sexual assault survivors that I um, work with are the same way. We just, um, I had one of my um, clients said, you know, I just, I just went on with my life. And isn't that what we do? We just go on with our life, but we don't see how that is affecting us at our job and in our other relationships and our friendships and our um, intimate relationships. Um, we tend to over-sexualize or under-sexualize uh, paranoia, depression, anxiety. I carried all of that out of my childhood and into my adulthood, but still continually telling myself the whole time, you're fine. 
mean, you survive this, just go on, right? Um, lots of people have pain in their lives. Lots of people are harmed as their children. We tell ourselves all of these stories because I think at the end of the day, I just didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to relive it. And I think that's what we think a lot of times in um, not healing is that we we don't want to relive this. We, But you kind of have to. Like when I had this spiritual awakening a year and a half ago, and I think you know, Darlene, what that's like. Um, uh, <laughs> it's very hard. And, and the first thing. Yes, overwhelming that the dark nights of the soul and that soul journey and um, healing. And so that was the first thing I knew. I That was the first thing I began dealing with was my childhood sexual abuse. And it was actually that healing and that that I learned my four spirit, the four spiritual principles that I use with sexual assault survivor clients that I use with my empathic climate clients, which is mindfulness, meditation, manifestation and motion. The, if we apply those four spiritual principles, they're basic and there's a lot under them, right? But applying those to anything we're trying to change or overcome in our life allows us the room to do that, to do it safely, um, to do it kindly to ourselves and, um, and to heal and come out on the other side of it. And what you find, what I found um, is that it's, it's beautiful. It, when you actually heal, you discover this power with house within you that you never knew you had, um, or I never knew I had. This 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 not scared of anything um, girl who was scared of everything. I, I had no idea how I walked through my life in forever fear. Um, it it was like a comfortable feeling for me oddly enough, because I was so accustomed to it. And so as I began doing that work and pulling out those old survival skills that were no longer working for me, they worked for me, they helped me, they got me through the abuse, but now they're harming me. Now they're, you know, and so, yes, you got to, yeah, you got to um, pull those out and recognize, okay, this survival skill was there for a reason and I appreciate it. I'm great. Show it gratitude. You know what I mean? I'm grateful for it, but now you're no longer working for me. So I have to ask you to leave my life. And when you set your intention to do those things, you will make the changes necessary to make that happen. And, um, so yeah, in my healing, then I learned mind being always mindful. What is this pain I'm feeling? Where does this come from? What is my inner child telling me? Always mindful of that. And then what I was most, one of the, one of the emotions that I was most, most, most fearful of was my anger because I had a lot of venom, a lot of anger about it. Um, and I, anger was not a feeling it, it's not a feeling that as I was growing up, that was allowable. Right. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't get angry. And I was so fearful of that anger that I was afraid to go in my soul. I was afraid. I, you know, I didn't know what I'd do. <laughs> I didn't know what I'd do if I let that out. And um, 
but through motion. That's where I learned to deal with a lot of the anger and depression. So I could put that into kickboxing, running, like, you know what I mean? When I let just, and, and because in order to, in order to heal, and I tell my empaths this all the time too, because we're, in a, we're emotional people. Um, in order to get, you got to go through it to get on the other side of it, right? You got to feel that feeling. You have to, or you're going to hold on. It's going to be compartmentalized and it's going to leak out. It's going to infect everything we do in some way, shape or form. And so um, going through that feeling, it, it allows you then, number one, you're, I'm not scared of my anger anymore. How, if, when my anger comes into play and I know I need it, Oh, I let her, I let Shadow Tabitha out <laughs> to play, right? Because I'm not scared of her anymore. I know who she is. Right. And yeah, and so that's, you know, that's a lot of that through that healing work is that you learn so much about yourself um, that is the, the dark, the shadow side, sometimes you find is not so shadowy as we think it is if we're willing to go there. How long did it take you to, to make this transformation? Oh, months. I mean, I'm still still making the transformation, right? Still things coming up. It's oh, yeah, like well, I said, always on that journey. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's always being mindful. Uh, let me give you a, well, actually, I think you might have a, a question coming up. I'll give you a little example yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, absolutely amazing what you've been Thank able you. to accomplish yeah um so i honor you for that um oh, thank you i'm very curious and and this is if you have anything more to add on that topic please do um sure. if not i'm gonna jump on to this very intriguing title energy alchemist <laughs> i knew it <laughs> i love that i i'm i'm so i've always been very attracted to like the medieval times and things like that so alchemy it's it's just so medieval sounding you know isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i love it so tell me what as a as a modern energy alchemist what exactly does this mean and what do you do with this yeah so energy we and especially as empaths we feel energy all the time um right so in its simplest form it's just the ability to instead of resisting energy which is what i spent a lot of my life doing resisting all of the energy around me um trying not to take it on um and instead of doing that to absorb that energy and then use it control it that's all that's really at the simplest form of what it is um yeah so i like i used to be an introvert um i because of energy and i didn't understand my superpower listen if you're an empath or you're feeling people's energies you have a superpower you have a magic that's your magic and it takes more energy to resist that magic I learned than it does to just accept it and start to use it in your life for your superpower to for your jet fuel to go where you want to go and achieve the things you want to achieve. And so, yeah, I went from an introvert who went out of her house twice a day to walk her dog, got my groceries delivered, you know, everything 
to now I can't get enough of outside. Like I'm always going out. I'm always wanting to absorb more energy now. Absorb it so I can flow through it and use it as jet fuel for to help other people to help myself to to be you know um to carry out my mission here to be a powerhouse right <laughs> well that you yeah. definitely are tell me a little <laughs> bit more about your mission um yeah so to my my true manifestation is to set every little girl in this world free of their um perpetrator of the perpetrators of their um, sexual abuse and um, the divine has shown me several ways um, to do that one is I I'm working with adult survivors um, and teaching them mindfulness meditation um, manifestation and motion um, teaching them helping them heal so that they can then put those things behind them um, and use those things that help them to go forward in their lives. That is a lot of my, like 96% of my mission, um, because I am totally convinced that I volunteered to come here for this, that I volunteered <laughs> for what I survived in my childhood because I had a mission before. That's why, you know, that's why I came here um, to begin with, that was always my mission. And it took my spiritual awakening for me to realize that. Um, and that's just another way that we alchemize energy, right? That we change it, that we transmute it. Um, so, and, and I was going to give you an example. So the other day, um, I was sitting here just doing some work and um, this gripping fear of some problem I haven't solved in my life yet, and I'm a problem solver. So when there's an issue, I want to just go out, solve it, get it done, put it behind me, because otherwise um, it, it's there, you know, just chewing, 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 chewing at my mind. <clears throat> and so I was just doing some work, because that's another way, you know, when I'm, when I'm feeling those things, that fear, um, stuff, and I know I need to transmute that energy. I need, you know, I need to be mindful of it and transmute it. Um, but this gripping fear over this issue, just and it and it and it gripped me in my stomach and it came up my up my spine into my shoulders, and and immediately I was mindful of that feeling. I was like, "What is this? So this is terror. Why why are you terrified right now? Because you haven't solved this problem yet, and you don't know. You can't predict what is going to happen, and it's scaring the crap out of you. And then it came to me, and so I began to transmute like transmute that energy and say okay i'm going to put this into manifesting instead and manifesting what i want manifesting that problem solved and this excitement i got excited it was the same feeling darling it was the same it was the same clenching in your tummy the same up the spine the goosebumps the, through your shoulders right excitement and terror are the same feeling in my body I realized. So be, being mindful of that and knowing that, what can I do now? When I re when that comes up in me, I turn it into excitement. I'm excited about solving this problem. I'm excited about the mystery of the universe and what how the universe is going to present itself in this situation. Um, and so just changing that mindset and alchemizing that energy will, will just, it will free your heart mind and soul from this this box that you know that we put it in for so long right 
Yeah, because I mean, if you if you don't find uh, a positive outlet like that for that energy, it's just going to sit there and eat you up. Yes, girl. Exactly. And you, you, you know that because you work with empaths too. So, you, you know, that's something that I'm, you know, you're teaching and you're, um, you can, what am I, what's the trip word I'm trying to look for? Connect. You can connect with that energy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, now for someone just starting out, how would, how would you express to them? Is there a, a, a technique, a specific way that you are able to transform that energy or alchemize that energy as you say to uh towards manifesting or towards something more positive um how how exactly would they do that meditation meditation first you can meditation is is important i meditate in the morning i meditate at night it is because when you get in a line, that's how you get in alignment is getting in alignment with your body, mind and spirit. And <clears throat> we have been humankind. And, and I believe that's why this great spiritual evolution is going on, because we have been so body minded for so long, so physically minded, focusing on on being stronger, um, mindful and, and mind minded also being smarter, coming from our rational mind. You had a post on Facebook the other day from Albert Einstein. Yeah. Uh, 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 it just hit me. I was like, Albert, the most one of the most rational, exactly. logical intelligent people tells us that logic and ration are actually the servant and rationalization are actually the servant to intuition exactly oh Albert Einstein got that yeah yes exactly so yeah and so when when we meditate we we get in alignment with our intuition and and we set our intentions. And so when I say when, when we get body, mind and spirit involved in something, we make radical change. But I can't I can know something in my mind. For instance, I knew my sexual abuse was not my fault. Mindfully, I knew that. Right. But feeling it. Getting it in my heart and my soul was a whole nother level of of commitment, yeah. right? So, and I had to get body, mind, spirit, all three involved in that process to make that to 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 make that in to get that down deep in my soul and live in it. Amazing! That is so awesome. Yeah. Well, now we're going to get to an even. Uh, an even more enticing one than alchemist i gotta ask okay so you state i think it's on your instagram you are a quote practical witch so <laughs> there's a lot of good and bad around this word and I yes more, yeah. more acceptable as a positive thing but tell me your definition of a, of what this is a practical witch and and why specifically you use that terminology um, like what, what is involved with what you do and how do you use it to help others? Yeah. So what's well, it's kind of play on my name too. So uh, in Tabitha and oh. um, many, many <laughs> older people, right. 
Yes, remember Tabitha from Bewitched, yes. right? She could right with her nose and then make magic happen. So it's kind of a play on my name, but um, really, magic is practical. We are all magical. We all, every day we go throughout our lives and we don't even notice or see the magic that we have and that we're, we're, we're casting spells. Um, when we're speaking, speaking is um, spiritual, right? We can hear words, but we can't touch them. You know what I mean? We can feel the emotions behind them, but we can't feel them as a as a substantial thing, right? So so that is when we speak things, we speak magic. So we can speak good over our lives or we can speak bad. I used to have a friend who said, you can have tomorrow what you say today, right? That's magic. It's just, it's magic. When you cook up a good recipe in your kitchen, something that you know you're going to serve to your family, everybody smiles, right? It's magic. It's magic. So I call it um, practical magic because I think every human being, first of all, we need to take a little more responsibility for our magic because by not seeing it as magic, by just making it part of our lives every day we don't take responsibility for it so we don't we're not held accountable for what we say we, you know we're not holding ourselves accountable for the things we say over our own lives and other people you can you curse other we curse other people when we speak bad over their lives and yeah and especially for those of us who are working within our superpowers and recognize our magic we have one whole nother level of responsibility there right and i'm very careful about my karma <laughs> yeah that is a, a an amazing way to to put it um because definitely like i've seen that myself um but wouldn't have thought to express it like that and that that's very um that's that's awesome so you don't so specifically because I know, like I've watched a, a lot of uh, interviews on TV, it's becoming much more common to see someone saying, yeah, I'm a good witch or whatever. Um, there was a, a program on Gaia the other day where a woman, uh, and I can't remember her name, but she was saying she was a good witch, but she specifically did things like, like spell work. Yes, yes. So do yeah. you? you incorporate that? I don't I, I don't and and that's not something that um because of where where the divine has me in my personal journey right now it's not something I'm closed off to but right now I'm still learning about my practical magic yes. and the the power behind that um and I'm very careful like I said I'm very careful with my magic um because you know as what I, I learned from being an empath and before I knew I was an empath there were times when I would make a statement to somebody I would I was thinking I was edifying them. I was thinking I was helping them because I could see something, you know what I mean, about them, feel something about them. And they, and I would say like, oh, I see you're scared. Ooh, if they haven't seen that yet, or they don't want to know that yet, 
that that's not you know what i mean and they immediately put up a wall who do you think you are you know i've literally been told that before and so that's when i you know and i would i would pull back from that um so <clears throat> what i've learned and and cards is a I, I read tarot um it's a great way um to express that magic that god gave us to edify and help people but we don't do it without permission right and so cards is a great way because when somebody comes to you and says hey would you read tarot for me they're they're asked they're giving you permission to read their energy to get in their soul a little bit right and um so i don't do that without i don't get in people's energy you know like that without permission anymore it's very important to me because karma again like i i recognize the power in my magic and that takes responsibility right to be responsible with it yeah absolutely and i love to hear that um and, and it is so amazing the magic that we have in just our words and a lot of people wouldn't see it like that they'll they just call it karma they don't want to see the quote magic like you're saying uh right to them you know it just it doesn't it, it's not real like and it's funny in this day and age how everything has to be scientifically proven and in and, and the same person who says i i'm not going to believe in magic because well that's just nonsensical and everything you know has to make sense and be scientific is the same person that probably is in church praising god the next day right Girl, i was so feeling your energy out of it, like thinking the exact same thing right yes yeah, so people who go to church oh you're just a witch so are you so are you do you pray have you ever been anointed with oil have you ever you know do you believe in exorcism that's magic that's they, all yeah, magic. there's no yes. scientific proof there yet they believe it wholeheartedly exactly. so people really need to come around that there's a whole lot more magic in the world that you know we we can't prove and i've mentioned this on on my podcast before but um, my brother said something really cool the other day when we were talking about some of this stuff and he's like, science catches up. So it's funny because like, even, I don't know, 50 years ago, we didn't know that there was energy around our body. I don't know, maybe longer than that, but it's like now everybody knows it's, it's cause Alan, Alan is Alan Watt. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of his old, I mean, he had it before I had no idea. But he had it years, many, many, many decades ago, right? Do you yes. know? I'm, I'm not really sure how how long it's been, but I know now we actually have machines that can take pictures and see our energy aura around us, and yes. all the all the I can think, you know, all the people that you know, people look at like they're like Phoebe on Friends, right? Where she's uh -huh. stuff out of her friend's aura, and people mm -hmm. look at them like they're weird or or crazy. And because they can't see it, but that doesn't mean that it, it ain't real. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But you can't see it does not mean it's not your experience doesn't doesn't it's not everybody else's experience. Exactly. And I can't oddly I'm an inner as an energy, um, which whatever you want to call me, um, I don't I have to ask I have, now if I ask the divine um can i see you know their aura can i see what what color what color is here then the divine will show me but it's not an automatic that i see somebody's aura or energy when i meet up with them 
super cool. I would love to experience that eventually. Like, you know, like we said, we're just all on this journey and that journey is never going to end. We're all in different places. No. Some more. Oh, I can't imagine where my superpowers are going to be in a year or two years from now. I'm, I'm like, this very thing that scared me a year ago scared the crap out of me a year ago because I was raised in the church. I mean, I've always been a spiritual person. I've always pursued that which is spiritual in my life at that time church was it, you know, um, and um, I stuck with it for so many years because I needed that spiritual connection so badly. <clears throat> and then when I went through my spiritual awakening, so much of my journey through that made more sense to me too, of why I was hearing things from God that other people in the church weren't hearing, you know, and stuff. It may, it started to make more sense to me after I went through my spiritual awakening, because a lot of times what I was hearing, I recognize now I was uh, from my ancestors, from my archangels, from my spirit guides, you know, I was constantly having conversations with the spirit realm all the time. Very cool. And mm -hmm. I would imagine that happens uh, much more frequently than than ever anybody realizes, especially with the the Christian ideal church, right? And they they're right. speaking in tongues, and they're you know like uh, my mother, for example. I hear her all the time say, "God told me," blah blah blah. She's very Christian, and she believes it's it's God or Jesus telling her. But you know, could be an right. Could be spirit, could be, you know, they don't want to hear right. it, of course, but I think it it's happening much more frequently than we realize. It's just maybe coming through a different name, a different idea, but it's all the same. Exactly. And if it edifies you and lifts you up and brings you closer to the divine, exactly. <laughs> because that's what we want, right? Is to just, I don't want to have your relationship relationship with the divine or god i want to have right i or for you to have your own relationship with the spirit realm that's that's all i do just open the door and then it's up to you then to pursue that relationship to you know what i mean and, and bring it to the level that you want to bring it to so my spirituality might be different from your spirituality from that person's spirituality but does it really matter as long as we're edifying others we're lifting each other up we're helping others we're doing all of the things yeah. that you know, we're supposed to be taught to do when we were in church. Exactly. And yeah, yeah that's wonderful. All right. So we're going to make a complete, um, I guess, 360 back to, I think your, your, your children's book kind of takes us back 360 to back to being the sexual assault survivor. Uh, yes, I'm so excited about this book. <laughs> I love this title. This is so brilliant. SUNY please tell on uncle Dale. That is such a brilliant title. I absolutely love it. How did you come up with that title and tell me a little about the book? <laughs> I mean, it, it really, the time, and, and I'm a writer. I write poetry. I, I, that's part of my mission here too, is, is to write. And, um, um, 
odd, usually I write, like I'll write a poem and then, you know, based on what I come up with, what the title is, sometimes I change that title. But this title, the title was before the book was written and it came straight from, um, straight from the spirit realm. So I never questioned it. The only thing I questioned about the title was it going to be SUNY, please tell on Uncle Dale or SUNY, will you tell on Uncle Dale? That that was the only, you know what I mean? I like and you chose better. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. It, yes, exactly. Um, and so I, the book is written um, and um, I w can write beautifully. Can't draw at all. Can't even make two ends of a circle meet, right? Yeah. So how do you write a children's book and you don't have it? You can't draw. <laughs> uh, so so I wrote the book and then I went on a search for, for an artist and I thought it would be a lot easier to find one than it was. Um, but that's because that's because the divine, the divine always got a plan. And if you're not within alignment with that plan, you're going to keep searching. So um, I found an illustrator, um, Simon Oguglefor, um from Africa. And I cannot wait for you guys to be exposed to this young artist. He is, he's like an alchemist of he takes all of the energy and then he put he's able to put that in paint and drawing and the way he felt my book reading it and his immediate like that he drew the front cover and i was like yeah he he feels this and you know what i mean he felt me and um so i'm very very excited about it um but he's still working on those illustrations so we have not published yet um i think we'll get published in the next month I'm hoping, and then um, I will definitely be letting everybody know. Um, you'll be able to download it on Amazon. Um, I'm gonna, we're gonna self-publish. Very cool. And I yeah. personally, I mean, I don't even have children, but I'm excited to see the book. Yeah, it's gonna set. It's gonna set. It's gonna set a lot of little girls free, just like what I've been manifesting with God. I love. Yeah, it. I think that that's something that probably isn't talked to enough. Um, and that's the problem, you know, there's this uncomfortableness on the conversation and yeah. you kind of want to keep your children innocent. So this topic becomes taboo for a lot of parents because they don't, but because they're trying to keep the innocence there, that's when the crime can happen because, you know, they're not aware because they're not being told what they need to hear. Um, exactly. So I think even exactly. for children who have not been harmed as of yet, you know, this could stop it from happening. Exactly. Exactly. Because I'm in, yes, exactly. And, and was something that my daughter said to me when we talked about months and months and months ago <clears throat> about this book, because she knew about the book before anybody, like it was something I held very close to my chest because it was given to me by God. And I, I knew it, you know, um, was given to me by God and I, what, nobody was taking that gift <laughs> from me. And so she was the only one who knew. And she said, maybe we just need to keep saying it until nobody's uncomfortable anymore saying it. And I was like, exactly that's it i want it to be a conversation it needs to no longer be a secret because as long as it's a secret we keep little girls keep getting abused and perpetrators keep getting away with it right they rely on the secret they rely on the secret yeah. don't they they rely yeah. on the, the taboo on the shame on the exactly all the around surrounding it yeah 
And exactly. They- and gonna, yeah. yep, I'm taking that away from them. I'm exposing them. That. And little girls are going to start exposing them. I love that. Yep. Well, I'm, I will definitely do everything in my power to um, help you get the word out about this book because I think it's amazing. And Thank you. Thank you. I, I can't wait to take a look at it. So, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> before we, I, I'm going to hit you up and put you on the spot. You have your tarot cards there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's let the audience experience a, a reading and I'll just have you, if you don't mind, do a short one. Uh, sure. <laughs> you cut out, sweetie. What did you say? Oh, uh, if you don't mind, just, yeah, a short reading for me and. Yeah. General. Yeah. Uh, general, spiritual, whatever pops up. Uh, I got you. I whatever got you. I need to hear. <laughs> I got you. Thank you, Archangels, Ancestors, and Spirit Guides for this act of divination. Darlene, let's get a word. Oh, you're ooh, such a sweet. Oh, my God. Spirit <laughs> loves you. The divine loves you. What a sweet energy. Okay, here we go. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> those are good Oz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this is, um, this is you, this is you and the divine, you're divine and you are like a friends. friends. (laughs) Yeah. You hang out, you share cups. Like you're, 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 you don't, you don't, you're not like all in the uh, reverence. You're just like, yeah, me and the divine hang out. So what? (laughs) I love that. Right. I love that. And, And you're, yeah. And you're smart about it. You're smart about it. You you know what to tell and when to tell it. And um, you you hold some things very close to your heart like I do um, as well. And some of the messages that Divine gives you now, you know are for later. And you don't share those even though you have a podcast. And even though you work with other empaths, you keep some cards very close to your chest and I love that about you yeah the divine says you're you're in your (laughs) king of swords energy like you you're ruling it you're smart rational logical right and some of that is because you had some pain yeah yeah you yeah yeah um some of this some of this mental um, is yeah, due to this this pain, it looks like a couple little things have cut you very deeply in your life and almost held you back. Oh yeah, something almost held you back. Something very yeah, yeah. But you you said no. Can I get some more cards on that? Absolutely. Ooh, I want to know what almost held you back. It was big. <laughs> it was big. I- such a dramatic life I wouldn't even know which particular thing it was talking about because there's been several yeah three at least right yeah Yeah. three at least yes three at least oh yeah it almost held you back girl yes okay so how about yeah let's go with present with present oh okay Change tarot decks, the line said. Oh, I get the dear heart tarot out. So, so I love this tarot deck. Card deck is this one. 
This is Dear Heart Tarot. Um, I love this tarot deck. This was actually my first ever tarot deck. Uh -huh. And um, I um, am in Georgia now, which was something I manifested um, along when I first had my spiritual awakening. I lived in Missouri before, and I lived in St. Joseph, which is just north of Kansas City. And um, when I went, I went to get a tarot deck and um, the lady at the shop put this tarot deck in my hand and I immediately goosebumps shot up my arm. And then she begins to tell me about this tarot deck. So the lady who drew this tarot deck is called Pan the Artist and she actually lives in St. Joe and is from St. Joe. She has a tattoo shop there and she drew this tarot deck and I was connected to it immediately. She is a Sag, Sagittarius, fire energy. Yeah, fire, she got that fire energy and you can tell in her tarot deck too, I love it. Okay. So yeah, a little plug for Pan the Artist, right? Very cool. <laughs> yeah, these are coming to me upside down because my deck's upside down, but they're, they're right side up for you, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, you gotta love. You gotta love. Ooh, you I are very love. in love. Yes. Oh, honey, he's a, you got the right one. You got the right one. Smart. Smart, right? Okay. Right? Mm, you're about to get a message. Okay. Yeah, you're about to get some kind of emotional. It's gonna have emotion attached to it. Okay. It's gonna have some sort of emotion attached to it, but it's gonna be a message and it's gonna mean a lot to you. A whole lot. Yeah. This person is puts into you too, this love. I'm, I'm reading this as this this energy right here. This King of Cups. Uh-huh. Yeah, they put they they're happy to put into you. They love to be putting into your cup. Huh. Right? Yes. I this yeah, they like you. Future love, which is awesome. Um, there's somebody in your energy right now, Miss Darlene. You're missing them. <laughs> You're missing I mean, them. I definitely have someone in my heart and in my head um, ever since, from high school, believe it or not, but has never been a part of my life. Mm. Oh, so you're thinking about girl, you manifesting it though. I've been you're manifesting, manifesting it. <laughs> you're manifesting woman. it. <laughs> yeah you're manifesting it i mean if it's not that person it's going to be somebody you're going to recognize as it's going to be the same feeling as that right that same kind of crush yes crush i know you we've known each other in other lives yeah. type of feeling oh, yes feeling yes yep yeah that's yeah the divine gonna send that to you and they're gonna yeah, they're gonna put pour into you. I'm always reading this as current energy though. So so I I mean this is headed towards you. I love this, that this part. I'm gonna tell you something yeah. very funny. I went on a uh shopping spree about I don't know when I got out of the hospital, so almost six months ago, um about just every single book. Like I I never got into like self-help books before, but while I was in the hospital. I don't know this. I think the trauma I went through. Yeah. That's why I was saying that card is so interesting. That's why I'm telling you this. I, I just, I, 
I went nuts and I literally bought, I would say 50 books off of thrift books. <laughs> and I still have right now on my desk in front of me, a stack about two feet high of books that, <laughs> that I still need to read. And when you pulled that book, that's that, that card there, that's all I could pick. Yes, that's a stack of books on my desk. <laughs> Listen, I'm feeling a warning from spirit though. Like don't like go through them and and pick the one that you feel pulled to because we all know too much information can just be confusing, right? So pick one or two that you're pulled to that's really gonna feed you. Yeah, but but I get that girl. When I do something, like I I I dive. I just I'm not all like I don't I don't test the water. Exactly. I didn't dip my toe in. I just went right. Exactly. I go all the way. Like if I'm gonna do it, I'm doing it all the way, one hundred percent. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy. I just keep looking at this though. I mean, the divine is. I love that card. Yeah, yeah. The divine, divine is. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's coming your way. <laughs> temperance temperance but you've had that i feel like you've had that you felt left out of the cold in the cold yes yeah 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 somebody else got what you wanted at some point yes. somebody else got what you wanted at some point yep yeah yeah and you kind of got stuck yep exactly yes <laughs> three of cups <laughs> strength i mean the divine just keeps me showing me stuff <laughs> uh, the divine sees all of your I, I think the main message here is that divine wants you to know that he sees all he she god uh spirit sees all of your of your gifts and um supports you in those and is going to bring somebody that is going to also support you in those um gifts so that you can operate freely in the gifts you're in and continue to give because what you've been putting into the collective has been noticed and it is yeah, you are you are really raising people up and edifying people and you're making a huge difference like your spirit guides and um, archangels are there like, yes, yes, keep going, keep going. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. All that is awesome. Thank you for that reading, Tabitha. I really appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Yeah. I love to do readings. That's awesome. So um, I'm sure by now my audience is as enthralled with you as I am. So <laughs> if they want to find you, which I know they will, where can they find you online to connect with you more? Yeah. Uh, so Tabitha, Practical Witch, you can look me up on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook that way. Um, <clears throat> there's different <clears throat> variations of it. Some of them have dashes or dot, you know, you know how they are. Those social media <laughs> millennials know um, how it is. And so, but if you just search out Tabitha Practical Witch, you'd be able to find me. Um, you can also email, email me at doitafraid2022 because 
That has been my mantra since my spiritual awakening because I learned that I was in fear of just like I just walked through my life with fear as my guiding emotion for so long. So my mantra immediately from the divine was do it afraid. And so literally everything, starting my social media accounts, telling my sexual assault story I was, all, all terrified me um and i know you can't tell it now why because i did it afraid so um so that's the name of my business do it afraid and um do it afraid 2022 at gmail.com you can email me there for if you want to if you need coaching if you're a sexual assault survivor and you 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 need me to help you heal um if you're an empath and you want to learn the four spiritual principles and about alchemizing energy um, and transmuting energy if you want a reading just email me hit me up on one of those social media sites and I promise to get right back to you that is awesome Tabitha thank you so much for joining us today <laughs> thank you it's been awesome it's been a pleasure and thanks for joining us for this 11th podcast I am so proud we're like 11 podcasts in <laughs> you are you are amazing. Like you are so like you, you're manifesting so, so much. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy with, I, I love that we made, this is, this is what divine says, right? Your soul tribe, I will draw them to you. And it just happens that way. It just happens that way. I love it. And I feel, I feel like you, you're a sister or something. Like I'm connected to you. Like I, I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> like we knew each other in another life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. me too girl <laughs> i'm gonna do some birds on that later and find out more now that we brought now my curiosity is peaked <laughs> thank you everyone for joining us uh with um, the amazing tabitha craig be sure to check us out on facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash embattled impasse or online embattled impasse.com you can also always send me an email to Darlene at embattledimpasse.com. And again, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you being here and I will see you next week. Ta-ta. Bye. Guys. Bye. <laughs>